Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Welcome back. Vivint Smart Home Arena. Time for the Mattress Deals Coaches Show with head coach Quinn Snyder. Dallas ranks number one or two, depending on the metric, in transition defense. That was a bit of an issue in the last ballgame. So let's go into the X's and O's, Coach, and talk about what are the keys to good transition defense? Well, you know, on the most basic level, it's just how quickly you change ends and, and not just how hard you run, but how, you know, really your first three steps. You know, how quickly do you get it into gear? If you're running a sprint, you know, you don't jog the first you know, 10 meters of the sprint and then try to kick it in. Um, you may do that if you run a mile, but, you know, it's exactly the opposite. It's you have to be alert and go quickly, and then you've got to communicate. You know, there's some rules that, that we have, but all of them involve communication. In the old days, if those make us all feel old, you used to run to the free throw line and block the rim. Now the most potent play in the league is the transition three. How has that changed transition defense? Well, you still have to protect the rim, um, but what happens is when when people get a you know a hard rim runner, the way a DeAndre Jordan or a Capella or some of those guys that Anthony Davis um, we saw it the other night with Toronto when they get that hard pressure on the rim, it's one less guy that can get out and, and guard the three point line. So um, you've got to get that still and then fan out and find shooters. And a lot of times it'll be a big who who's trailing the play because he's gone to the offensive glass that has to find a shooter on the weak side. You just got into it. There's an entire philosophical debate we probably don't have enough time for, but I'm going to lead into it. Everyone's running at a rate that's faster than ever, so everyone gets back in transition. Can you use offensive rebounding to quell running in the sense that it forces them to put more guys on the glass so they can't leak out the way they've been doing it? It's, it's in theory, yes. Um, couple assumptions one would be if you crash the offensive glass that they don't run out um you know a lot of times depending on who that offense if we want to crash the offensive glass with Ricky Rubio and you know see if he can get a ball away from DeAndre Jordan you know probability of that happening is probably lower than it is them you know getting a basket on the other end so um it's personnel related but it's also spacing related it really it depends you know it depends on you know what what you're doing on offense if you're shooting someone's shooting a corner three um for them to follow their shot and run to the offensive glass you know is very different from someone who shoots a three from the high quadrant you know a guard and follows their shot and crashes the offensive glass so you know if you get a guy that penetrates and he's on the boards already great time to go for it um if you have a big on a on a post-up move you wouldn't want to tell a guy to take the post move and get back when he's got a chance for the board so some of what you're doing offensively and really how you're spaced um, is the key and when teams do play small um, you know there aren't maybe the guys that you consider to be ones players that have an advantage on the offensive glass we have that obviously with Derek and Rudy and it's something we really want to emphasize um, but there's a balance there and, and it really gets down to floor balance. That's it, Coach Quinn Snyder. That is our Coach's Show, brought to you by Mattress Deals. Back with the Shooter on Report next on the Jazz Radio Network.